Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the Internet. Today is November 3rd. 2021 um i had to re-record this episode because my microphone uh on my computer at home is i guess dying so i'm recording this on my phone so if you hear a lot of background noise please excuse it so um you know it's a hobby but i'm committed to putting out you know at least halfway decent sounding podcast stuff so um you know that's why i'm re-recording this so uh to the people that listen i appreciate you listening so i'm committed to putting out at least a product that you know sounds halfway decent in terms of the microphone i know my voice is irritating but it is what it is so you know we can go back over uh, the previous episode where we're talking about Clemson and just how, you know, just missed opportunities. I mean, it was a reality check for uh, really the whole team, man, because I just think we got lulled into this false sense of security that we were a good football team. We're not a good football team. We're not good enough to overcome stupid penalties, mistakes. You know, we're just not at that point right now. I think one day Mike Norvell will get this team to that point. But Clemson has good enough players where they can overcome missed field goals. They can overcome turnovers. They can overcome bad offensive play calling. And still win the game. We're not at that point. You know, when you have a five-star quarterback, a five-star running back, and you got four and five-star receivers, you know, you can overcome a lot of stuff. And we're just, we used to be that team back when we had Jameis Winston and all those guys. We could overcome a lot of stuff. But right now, we're not at that point. And... I was I thought we had turned the corner in terms of penalties and celebrating and, you know, just bad decisions on the field. And I don't know if the moment was too big in the Clemson game. You know, when 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 the moment gets too big, booties get tight. And I just felt like the whole team just was tight, man. They, they didn't know how to respond with the lead in the fourth quarter. And, you know, you got a team coming in this week, man, that I think is better than Clemson. They do some of the same things that Clemson does, just better. I think their defense is better. I think their offense is better. I think they're a better coach team right now. Um, so... You know, no rest for the weary. You know, how are you going to respond? Because these last four games, 
they're winnable. You could win all four games or you could lose all four games. You know, the ideal thing is to go two and two. And I don't think this is one of the games that you're going to be able to win. I think it's going to be Miami or in Boston College where you're going to have an actual shot. And Miami is has turned things around a little bit. So I don't know if the Miami game is going to be necessarily a gimme game. So um, I don't know. I don't know how you respond after just... Clemson did everything they could to give you that game, and you just couldn't take advantage of it. Um, And it it just, I know just me as a fan, it just stuck with me for several days. You know, today is Wednesday, and it still stings. Like, I would rather get blown out than uh, be in a close game like that. And just lose it based on stupid penalties. And, you know, you can blame the refs, but the refs can't throw the flag unless you give them a reason to. Okay, Kevin Knowles grabbed the receiver by the waist as he was trying to defend the pass. Okay, and I'm definitely not a Clemson fan. I'm not, you know, if it was if it was a bad call, it was a bad call. But he grabbed the receiver around the waist. And they threw the flag on him. Jermaine Johnson, uncharacteristic, one of the leaders of the team, throws the ball up in the air. You knew that was going to be a flag. Um, The Treshawn Ward fumble. You know, we shot ourselves in the foot. So, how are you going to respond this week? You know, with with... To me, a better football team coming in to this game. They they coming off of, um, I think their last game was against Miami, and they lost, I think. So they're, they're trying to prove something. And, uh, you know, it was a reality check for the offensive line, man. It was really a, a reality check for the whole football team. Because I really think you got lulled into a false sense of security that you were, you know, a good football team as far as the offensive line. You're not that good on the offensive line. I said that back in the summer. You brought some of the same guys back. You know, and it's just crazy that Love Taylor and Gibbons, that they don't even look like they're 50% out there. And I I give them kudos for trying to gut it out. But at some point, you got to say leaving those guys in is hurting the football team. If they're not, at least 80%. And, uh, you know, it just it speaks kudos. I mean, it speaks not kudos. It speaks to our lack of depth on the offensive line that we have to play guys that are less than 50%. And our backups, um, Baby on Johnson and Brady Scott. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, do they suck that bad? That you'd rather have a less than 50% love Taylor and Gibbons out there than probably an 80, 90% Babyon Johnson and Brady Scott? So, we got a long way to go in terms of offensive line recruits. You got to get in that transfer portal. You, you flip the defensive line in one year. Can you flip the offensive line in one year? Or maybe I said that backwards. You flip the defensive line in one year. Can you flip the offensive line in one year? That's really what you got to do. I've been saying it for the longest. Darius Washington is not a tackle. I don't think Robert Scott is a tackle. Um, so I just think next year you try to move those guys down to guard and you just Lloyd Willis and Rod Orr, it's time to step up, man. It's really time for those guys to step up. Um, I like what I saw from Lloyd Willis in uh, the UMass game. Um, it'd be very interesting to see to see him play against some top-level competition. Um, but Xavier Thomas and Miles Murphy in the Clemson game was basically when they decided they were not going to be blocked, they were not blocked. So that's pretty much that just tells you all you need to know about the offensive line. Um, and you're probably going to get more of the same of it, that in this uh, NC State game. Um, I would like to see the running backs get more lead blocking. I think number four can be the tight end. He can be a good lead blocker when he wants to be. Um, he's missed some doozies throughout the season, but he's also made some very good blocks. So I would like to see him as a lead blocker. Um, what else? I would like to see more shot plays. Uh, it just, the North Carolina game was a lot of innovative play calling, whereas the Clemson game was not. And like I said before, you had to know going into this game, Brent Venables, his, his whole thing is whatever you do best, I'm going to take that away. And he took away the run game. He took away the QB scramble game. And, you know, it was said that Jordan Travis had the best quarterback game against Clemson this year, but that don't mean nothing if you don't win the game. It really doesn't. So, you know, somehow, some way, this team has to respond to adversity. And they have to respond to success. Um, the success part is, you know, Jermaine Johnson, strip sack, fumble touchdown. And he throws the ball in the air. <laughs> and Clemson, boom, 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 right back down the field. 24-20. We couldn't respond to success. And, you know, 
you can blame it on youth, you can blame it on whatever, but you know, you you when you make dumb decisions on the football field, it's usually gonna come back and haunt you. So, um, we have to uh, we have to get better at that. We have to get better at responding to um, success on the field and responding to adversity on the field. And you know, I I when Mike Norvell first got hired, I didn't want him, but I think he gets it. So I just think that he was definitely the right hire. He's just got to get the players. You know, Florida is trending in the wrong direction. Miami was trending in the wrong direction. Um, So this is a perfect time for Florida State to come up, man. And, uh, you know, if we could just put a blockade around the state which is going to be impossible but if we can do it when Jimbo was here he was getting pretty much whoever he wanted um for the most part now you know Alabama and Ohio State and Clemson and you know the big time schools are still going to come and get their guys I don't think we're going to get back to a point where we can just you know keep the big name guys in state you know the big money SEC programs are still going to come in there and get whoever they want. Georgia, Alabama, you know, LSU when they're, you know, rolling. But uh, I don't know, man. Um, NC State presents a lot of problems for this uh, Florida State team. And I think, you know. Um, I don't, I don't see how we get the win this week. I would love to see them get the win, but I, I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna be a hard fall game. But I'm thinking 31-17, NC State. I just think the run game is gonna be too much for them, and I think that defense is gonna be too much for our offensive line, especially when you got Gibbons and Love Taylor at less than 50 percent. Really, everybody on that offensive line is hurting it except for Washington. And I already said, I feel like he's not a tackle. I feel like he's a guard that they're using that tackle because he's one. He's just one of the best available options. So. And one other thing, I don't know how the people that listen to this podcast get my email, but. I, just this one time, I want to thank whoever that was that emailed me and tell me told me my microphone was crap because I don't listen to my episodes because I just find my voice to be annoying. So thank you for sending that email. I'm working on the microphone issue, and I'm committed to putting out a better quality product. Um, again, it's a hobby. I'm not trying to become a YouTube sensation or a podcast sensation. So... Thank you for listening. Go Nose.